Over at the Never Heard of It podcast, we've spent the last four years criticizing people's films and talking about how they could have made them better. Well, you know what? Now it's time to put your money where our mouth is. That's right. The Never Heard of It podcast and Night Shift Radio are making a movie. We are making a brand new sci-fi thriller called Somnium. Somnium is the tale of a brand new app, something kind of like TikTok, where people are able to watch others' dreams, everyone's dreams, anonymously across the world. However, our main character, Adam, starts to see dreams that look all too familiar, including dreams of somebody murdering him. So the question is, who is dreaming of murdering Adam? That's the question we look to answer in our brand new film, Somnium, but we need your help. We need your help in funding so we can pay the amazing crew and the amazing cast of this brand new film. Head to nightshiftradio.com somnium. Donate what you can, and if you can't, share with 100,000 of your closest friends. Someone out there is going to be a rich weirdo that's going to want to fund this film. So again, nightshiftradio.com somnium. Thank you so much, guys. We look forward to making this movie just for you. Welcome to the first episode of Latchkey Kids. I'm your host, Sarah Sweeney. How was that? Good podcast voice? I think I covered my bases. Not one, not two, but three dramatic pauses in the first four seconds. Low and close to the mic. Not bad. Okay, let's get started. It's true. You are listening to the very first episode of Latchkey Kids, but not just that. You're listening to my very first podcast. So whatever brought you here, thanks. And sorry, or you're welcome. We'll see. Early days, early days. It took me a dumb amount of time to come up with a title for this podcast when Night Shift Radio approached me and said, you want, you want your own podcast? Okay, they, they don't actually sound like that because it, it was an email. But um, I did respond, yeah, doy. And uh, they said, great. What's it going to be? And then months went by. By months, I mean, it was two months, not bad. But for someone who was so excited to have their own podcast, it took me a long time to pin down an idea. And then it dawned on me, I've been sitting in my apartment for the last 37,000 months. And maybe you're like me and you've done the same. I hope so. If you haven't, you can just stop this podcast right now. Anyway, it kind of reminded me of when I was in junior high and I'd come home from school and just be at home by myself. Now, granted, I'm not by myself now. I, I'm married and I live with another human being, but all this time, kind of just hanging around the house and not really being allowed to go outside really harkened back to a 1996 Sarah. So that's where Latchkey Kid came in. And then it became Latchkey Kids, because it's all of us. We are recording this in a very 2020 way, via Zoom. So full disclosure, the audio at times is fine. At other times, you might say, now I wonder what in the hell they're talking about. And we've tried to edit it to the best of our ability, but you understand. Okay, let's get started for real. Right now, we're all at home left to our own devices without any adult supervision. In this podcast, I'll talk to my fellow latchkey kids about what they're up to, how they're wasting time, and for no reason but for my own amusement, make them perform a dramatic reading of a TV show theme song. My very first guest, my Bill Murray, if you will, is someone I met years ago through a website you might have heard of. It's called Twitter.com. 
I was completely drawn to this person's hilarious tweets, and we have been e-pals ever since. He is a screenwriter, director, author of a young adult novel, and, in the last 10 months, star of about 400,000 TikTok videos. Kids, meet our very first guest, Marcus Strickland. Wow, that was quite the intro. (laughs) (laughs) The intro there, huh? Hey, you know, I had a I had a laundry list of things to to list out there for you. So hey. Love it. Thank you. (laughs) So I don't know about you, but um I've completely reverted back to my eighth grade self in the last 10-ish months. Like watching too much TV, eating cereal with my bare hands. Mm-hmm. endlessly talking to people on the phone and on the internet so it's like AOL all over again oh yeah yeah um like we're, downtown. Uh, we're even wearing the same clothes over and over because you know nobody's going to see you I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> these are my Wednesday sweatpants Wednesday through Thursday sweatpants <laughs> um, but like even down to watching Animaniacs mm-hmm. I am the same 13 year old girl <laughs> Nice. Me, yes. me too. We've watched um, the new Animaniacs on Hulu. Um, very good. Um, and yeah, Saturday morning cartoons, but it's like every day instead of just once a weekend. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so I want to talk to you about what you've been up to, getting back to the 400,000 TikTok videos, which have landed <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook and uh, Twitter. Um, you have like a veritable company of actors who seem to be willing to pitch in at your whim was that a hard sell and and explain what I mean by that by a company of actors so I have a blended family of seven we're like the Brady Bunch (laughs) but not the Brady Bunch um my wife um she had three daughters coming into the marriage and I had a son uh who's a teenager well he was a teen then but he's 17 now and um we had a son together. So we have five kids in our house. So the veritable, you know, uh, troop of people comes from um, having seven people in our house and um, me asking, sometimes begging them to do a TikTok. <laughs> and, and it started at the beginning, like the day. Um, so they got out of school, like March 12th, I remember, because mm-hmm. sometimes I bang my head to the wall on the wall to all the letters in March and then all the numbers in 12. And um, the day after my uh, daughter asked if I would get a TikTok, um, that we should do a quarantine TikTok for however long, but they didn't know we were going to be in quarantine yet. Mm -hmm. Um, But that was their spring break week. So she asked if I would, I had told her like in passing, like last year, sometimes that, you know, when spring break comes around, I'll get a TikTok. And that's what I did. I lived up to my word and got a TikTok. So you're a fun dad. I try to be, yes. I mean, it completely <laughs> shines through in every single video. Like the recent one you had of who put the who put the muffins in the freezer and then it jumps over to your daughter and <laughs> she's like, I did what you're gonna do about it. Oh yes. She's our saucy one. <laughs> she nails it. She nails it. And your wife gets involved. Yeah, we um sometimes I ask her. Um she's busy a lot because I'm the stay-at-home dad and she's the worker of sorts so she works and she's busy but when I try and find her when she's like in a lull 
Mm-hmm. And I'll ask her like, hey, do you want to do a quick TikTok before you have to jump on your calls for the day? Yeah. And she's usually like, you know, game. Or she'll be like, you know what? I have to do it another time when I'm not busy. And it's always like, okay, cool. We'll do it. So what amazes me is you crank these out at like breakneck speeds. It's like every day you have something new and hilarious. Where it all come from? How do you get that uh, out of your head like that? Uh, so some, I mean, I, when I'm not, I'm not really doing much right now other than writing and, um, you know, taking care of the kids. So sometimes I'll be sitting there when I should be writing and scrolling TikTok and listening to like uh, sounds that they have. And I'm like, huh, what can I do with this one? I'll save it. Or, and then I'll come back to it like another day and be like, oh, I now have an idea for that. So then I'll make a bunch in a row because they're saying if you want to build your following, you know, you need to post multiple times a day. So oh, I've, tried to, I've tried to, but mostly it's been some days I'm just like, oh, like today, I, I was like, I just don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I don't care to do anything today. I'm tired. It's a nap day. It is a nap day. I mean, you just <laughs> you just said, no shit, it is here in New York. It's We got our first snow of the year and it's... Uh, no. Yes. <laughs> so you're in Arizona. Uh, yes, I am in Arizona now. Um, I, just I, I live I live in California, but um, my family is in, in Arizona where I am. I've been quarantining all year with it. And that's a weird story. Do you want to tell it? Sure, I'll tell it really quick. So last year, uh, about December of last year, me and my wife that I was going to really try to become, uh, I was going to give it a real shot to become like a TV writer, which let me state, I have not become a TV writer as of December of 2020. But I feel I'm getting closer. I'm closer where I would be. So um, right before quarantine last year, um, I went to California and got a home, like rented a place um, and then COVID hit which is awesome. Mm-hmm. So then I, 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 once everything started shutting down and the kids were, you know, out of school, um, I came back here because uh, to Arizona, which, you know, I still have a place out in California, mm-hmm. but um, I came out to Arizona to, you know, so she wouldn't have to try and do everything on her own. Yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, a minute ago, you're like, I haven't done much lately. Um, <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> But you recently told me you wrote five pilots this year. This year. I, I yes. Yeah, shut your mouth. You've done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, if you want technical terms, I actually wrote a sixth one two weeks ago. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not doing, I mean, I sold one pilot this year, which was like a dream come true. Yes. Uh, I'm working on like one that I really, really love um, right now. I'm writing it for like the fifth time because I got some notes. But the others I'm like, you know, I'm good with, but I still need to like do some in-depth rewrites on them. I hear you. Can you talk about the one you sold? I can give you a broad overview because it's, it, you know, part the, it's online. Um, it was part of this contest with BET called mm-hmm. Project Create, Create mm-hmm. Project Create. And um, so the pilot um, is about a family who travels from, who accidentally travels from 2019 to 1983. Um, And it's called Surviving the 80s. And um, yeah, so I was able to sell that um, after, I didn't win their con, but they wanted to buy the pilot after, which was very cool. That kind of seems like you won some. Oh no, I feel, I totally feel like I won. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, my, what's, 
that's get you know got the five thousand dollars plus the you know being made heck mm-hmm. you know if someone would have told me a year ago like dummy you're gonna sell a pilot i'm like oh okay i don't even know you know basically how to really write anything so we'll see <laughs> So, um, so the pilot I sold was about a family from 2019, um, who somehow ends up in 1983. Um, and that one is called surviving the eighties. Um, like I said, it's like the synopsis or some whatever, there was an article written about it, um, for the contest for project create. Um, and that was really cool. Like if you would have told me like a year ago, like, um, I would have sold a pilot. I would have thought that was the most hilarious funny thing uh, because I, you know, I didn't, at the time I, I felt I was so far away from any of my goals that a year later to have that accomplished is like huge. Massive. So, yeah. yeah. How long have you been writing? Oh, I've been trying to write for part of 10 years now since um, I, I was a corporate dummy for Wells Fargo for <laughs> uh, <laughs> about 10 years um, uh-huh. in my, t- in my 20s. Um, I was actually corporate audit uh, I would audit real estate for government transactions. And yes, it is as boring as it sounds right now. Uh-huh. And um, they merged with Wachovia mm-hmm. and they were offering buyouts. And I'm like, oh my God, this is my opportunity. I'm going to take this buyout. And I left. So that was like 2000, uh, 2010. And I decided to try and learn how to write. Like I've always wanted to write um, so I wrote it like a short film, which we shot, and it actually went to the Cannes Film Festival um, back in 2012, wow. 2012 or 2013. What was um, it? What's it called? Uh, it was, it's called The Last Dance. Mm-hmm. And then um, I shot, like, I wrote, like, some other things that, like, reading them now, they're just awful. And then... Um, <laughs> Isn't it horrific then, like, when you go back and you're, <laughs> it's, it's like a childhood diary. Just yeah. Yeah. This is like, what, 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 who, why, why would you write this? So, um, so dramatic. and then I wrote a feature in 2016 that we shot and it's being edited right now. Like, ugh, God, don't even get me started. Like the process of people and paying and not doing their jobs is just kind of prolonged the whole thing. Yeah. The bureaucracy and then, of it all. Yeah, seriously. Especially in the independent world. Um, and then, um, so like, I became like a stay-at-home dad in like 2016 mm-hmm. after that. Um, and then I decided I wanted to like really like learn how to write better. So I started taking like classes and seminars and like online stuff. And then um, last year I took a drama class and the teacher was very helpful and told me I should stick to comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually wish I was joking. Those were his exact words. <laughs> he he liked my pilot. He liked my drama script that I was writing, but mm-hmm. he really, he had read a, a comedy pilot of mine and just thought, wow, that is just really good. You should do more comedy writing. So he was the one who kind of kickstarted my whole journey last year. So you being home with five kids, mm-hmm. how do you make the time to do anything? Uh, so I hate you can to run off no this. sleep I know that <laughs> I learned that about you <laughs> so I hate to admit it but I actually wake up extremely early like What's extremely early yeah man 2 30 2 through 30 3 o'clock in the morning who um, are you man I'm a robot man um 
but no, and it's weird. Lately, I've started sleeping in till like five thirty, six o'clock ish. <laughs> <laughs> but before, I would get up early in the morning, and I knew with at home, I wouldn't have much time to really do anything. So I would uh, wake up at two thirty. Um, I'd go to the gym. This was pre-COVID. Sure, sure. I'd go. I'd go to the gym. Uh, I'd come home and I'd for like two hours before the Todd got up before the kids had to go to school. Mm-hmm. And I mean, now really can't do that. Um, but yeah, so I, that's, I used to wake up really early to get this done. And I still wake up relatively early, um, but as I mean, early as I used to. with the sun, jeez. I, I, I actually tell them, I'm, I, I'm tapping on the shoulders like, hey, buddy, it is time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have a really great thing that I'm going through lately in the last, I don't know, six, seven months that I wake up around four o'clock in the morning and then I never get back to sleep until like maybe 6.30 and I got to get up in a half an hour anyway. So it's- Wait, why getting up so early? It's like, you know, you wake up, you get a pee, you get a, and then, and then uh-huh. you can't shut your brain off or then the room's too hot or it's too cold or the radiator is clanging or there's someone outside or meh, 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 meh. I live in New York, yeah. you know, there's any number yeah. of things. So I, uh, I look great is where I'm going with this. <laughs> great. <laughs> And this is an, this is an extra special uh, podcast, inaugural podcast, if you will. Is that the mm. word I'm looking for? I don't know. Yeah, inaugural is the first. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's the flagship. Okay, <laughs> the flagship podcast. It's extra special because today's also my birthday. That is right. Happy birthday. Thank you. Yes, I, I think you a happy birthday one place, but I have like two more places to do it. This is the second and then Twitter will be the third. And I think I, I think I just friended you on LinkedIn. So <laughs> cover your bases. <laughs> done and done. Thank you, sir. Um, but, I, but it occurred to me like, what the hell am I going to do today? Nothing, literally nothing. So why not kick this off? And so it's like, oh, yeah, I remember that birthday because I started that podcast with Marcus from the internet. That's right. Yes. Is this birthday 30? You know, are you in the Forever Third Club or? Um, well, I know how old you are because it's on the internet. Yes, You're I like, am 40. You have a Wikipedia? You have a Wikipedia? How do you get a Wikipedia page? Wait, what? Or an IMDb? I have IMDb, but I didn't know I have Wikipedia. I don't know. If you Google your name, it appears on the right like you, um, like you, you know, sat in office. That's insane. Are you doing it right now? I am. Oh, <laughs> 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 really January something, uh, February something birthday. February 10th. There it is. Get ready. That is hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not of the forever 30 person, but we're, we're pretty close in age Okay. because, because I'm a woman, I can't yeah, tell yeah, anyone. Not, no, you can't tell. Because, Cause then I'll never get hired for anything ever again. <laughs> yes. It's crazy how the world unfortunately works. Yes. yes indeed. <laughs> it's a scarlet letter. As soon as you tell the age out there. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you ever age past 25, you bastard. <laughs> Um, so we started really talking a lot more in, I want to say like end of some mid, what is, it was like June-ish. 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 Yeah. You, it was like June. 
you put something on the Twitter that said something to the effect of a little note to the universe. By the end mm-hmm. of this year, I am going to be working in a writer's room. I don't have that. Oh, you're, quite. Yeah, it's pretty, that's pretty spot on. I don't know the exact wording, but that's close. Oh, okay. Um, no, I memorized it. That's exactly, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> and, you know, in my forever scrolling, I saw that and I was like, oh, I want in on this idea. You actually replied to us like, does this work? I actually remember that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I hope it does. I actually hope it does work. (laughs) I think it was my way of of, um, asking permission to completely copy your tweet. And of course, I didn't mind. I I, I want anybody who will succeed to do whatever they can to succeed. So... That was cool. And you asked for permission. I'm like, yeah, do it, do it, do it, do it. And every time you retweet it, I try to, every time you retweet it, I try to, um, you know, retweet it as well. Like, hey, thank you. you Let's put it out there for both of us. Thank you for helping my whoring. I appreciate that. (laughs) Um, um, So you've become like my de facto cheerleader, whether you know it or not. Like anytime we've chatted and it's like, oh, hey, this thing. And you're like, yes. That's fucking amazing. Oh, you don't <laughs> curse very often. That's me. Um, I actually do. Um, my kids have said, um, why do you cuss so much, especially when you're driving? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lag on the audio, and I thought you were going to say, <laughs> why do you cuss so much? My, to- my toddler does it all the time. Like the other day, we were sitting on the couch, and I said, knew it before I even let it out I said this fucker and then it was like about I don't know it was about a good 10 seconds later and my my toddler was like fucker and I was <laughs> and, <laughs> and my wife and I looked at each other like yeah we've been I've been trying to stop but it's not helping <laughs> how, how old is he Finn he is three yes Finn is three oh my god time flies and yeah I you know honestly I love him to death he is that's good. I am I looking forward to the day that he's five. <laughs> what ha- he's, I don't have any kids. What happens at five? Um, well, he goes to school. Oh, um, fair enough. You know, he goes to kindergarten. Um, he's a very smart, loud um, kid. <laughs> he, scream- he screams a lot. Um, like that's his primary form of communication. Mm-hmm. But but he's like also sweet. He's like one of those sweet, those sour patch kids, like the sweet, the sour. Um, and, and at three, eight, three years old, he can actually read, which is strange to me. So, oh my God. Yeah. It's honestly, it's the most bizarre thing. He'll just be, we'll be walking along. He'll be reading signs, but I honestly think he could have, re- he was reading it too. Cause we'd go by the pizza place and he, you know, it wouldn't say have slices of pizza, it'd just say pizza. And he'd say pizza. And I just kind of always played it off, but we were thinking about it the other day. I was like, wow, he's actually pretty damn smart. So that's lucky. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of dumb kids in the world. There's a lot of dumb kids out there. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me list them all. <laughs> I got a list. <laughs> now would be a good time to take a break and ask you to hit subscribe on your podcast app thingamajig. I don't know. My producer told me to put that in somewhere. Just doing what I'm told. You should too. You know, if you want more latchkey kids on your podcast app thingamajig. Mindless monsters, once thought human, fill the streets. A corrupt government threatens the lives of the people it's meant to serve. This sounds a little 
too familiar. Is this real life? Or a video game you can play for fun? Shift Alt Q, Night Shift Radio's newest original production, is your LGBTQ centered source for creative and thoughtful discussions and news at the intersection of gaming, diversity, and community. You can expect unboxings, game reviews, let's plays, community nights, celebrations of what video games are doing right, critical conversations about where the gaming industry needs to do better, and so much more. Be the first to know when new episodes drop by following us on Twitter and Instagram at NSR Shift Alt Q. And on Twitch at Shift Alt Q to join the community. For more information about Shift-Alt-Q, visit nightshiftradio.com. I'm Michael Fight, and I'm here with a brand new show called Fight Jokes About Everything. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to bring up a brand new topic, something that's hot on the internet because, because I live on the internet. And we're going to take those silly things and we're going to joke about them and we're going to, you know, talk a little bit about the history of them and talk about why the internet is such a terrible but wonderful place. So please join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for this brand new Night Shift Radio original. For more information, go to nightshiftradio.com and of course subscribe wherever you get podcasts. Okay, let's go back to Marcus. Um, so we're like the same age-ish. Were you ever an actual latchkey kid? Um, I would say yeah. You grew up in Alaska? I did. Neat. What's that? I got, um, gosh. So, so for some context, um, my dad was in the military and, um, I lived all over the world. Uh, I was born in Germany. Everybody else in my family was born in Los Angeles. Um, and so I moved to Alaska when I was 13, no, 12. My middle school, I was in seventh grade. Uh, I didn't even finish the first semester in, we were living in Georgia and we moved to Alaska as part of this assignment. And my parents were cheap, like super cheap. So we drove from Georgia to Alaska in the middle of the winter. Yeah, sure. No, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, it was the most perfectly sense. And, and the funny thing is the military would have paid for us to fly from Georgia to Alaska um, and shipped all of our stuff. But I think my dad and my mom was like, well, oh, I'm sorry, we're going to get there this date, but our stuff's going to arrive like three months later. You know what? We'll drive. And I'm just like, great. This, sure. this is going to be awesome. So on the way up, we not only hit a moose, um, we had our car was broken into. Um, we uh, lost the car top carrier fell off in the middle of the road. It was a disaster. I just remember that. So getting to Alaska at like 12 years old, um, right before my 13th birthday, it was negative 40 degrees um, outside when we pulled into our housing. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just remember. Wait, hold on. I I don't know where my brain went, but, uh, but then it caught up and it was like, whoa, hey, negative 40. Yeah. And coming from Georgia. Yeah. And oh. like, so like, you ever heard of like free, like flash freeze? You never heard of like flash freezing where you take something really, I think it's, I don't oh. know the process, but you put it in a freezer and it freezes like instantly. Like Walt Disney's head. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Just like that. Um, so that's what it was like stepping out of the car for the first time in negative 40 degrees because my face literally froze. And I remember that feeling because it was just like, what is happening right now? Why does my face hurt? And we still had to unload the car and it was awful. Um, but I actually liked it. I, I met a lot of... Um, 
like close people, like friends that I still talk to nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for like six years, I grew close to. Um, the, I, I, you know, I became part of the community. Played sports. Um, you know, made lots of lifelong friends. Finished high school there, and as soon as high school was over, I left to go to Arizona, and then I went to California for um, uh, what is it? Uh, business school, which sucked. Um, but um, <laughs> but no, Alaska was good. Um, I love the summers. Um, you know, it, it got as warm, like one summer it got up to like 95 degrees, like consistently for a few days. But then also the crappiest part was the the winters where for a stretch when my junior year or senior year, I think it was my junior year, we had negative 80 degrees outside. Neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting cranky, like you know, normally, <laughs> normally I'd have to get on the subway to go to work every day and, and now I don't. And it's like, oh, it's like a little, a little under 40. I'm just going to, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm staying in. Yeah. I don't know what's happened to me. I'm completely broken. I, I mean, I'm from New England for Christ's sake. This oh, is not a big deal go. to me. <laughs> right. It, I, I am that way too. Whenever it gets cold, it was uh, one morning here in Arizona it was 46. I, I went to the heater. You went to the heater. Oh, yeah. I went to the heater to turn it on. I'm like, we are going to get the heat going. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go back to TikTok for a real hot second. Sure. sure. Um, over the summer, you covered some serious stuff after George Floyd's murder. And yeah. you did like a nine or 10 part series of how to be an ally. Here's a quick clip from Marcus's BLM series this past summer. He's basically doing chores around the house while explaining what should be a really simple concept. Ultimately, when you post Black Lives Matter, someone comes in and counterposts All Lives Matter, which means they're trying to change the narrative. We say Black Lives Matter. We never said only Black Lives Matter. We are fully aware that all lives matter. We just need your help spreading the message that Black Lives Matter, comma, too. Um, do you want to just talk to me a little bit about that and like the responses you got? Sure. Yeah. Um, so part of the reason why is um, I had a bunch of friends that I knew personally that kind of reached out um, before I started doing the TikToks and they would ask me questions about um, the Black community and how, um, you know, how are they supposed to react to these things? And, Mm -hmm. and to me, when I was growing up, I always used to hear black people talk about, well, it's like not our job to teach them what they should be able to know and or learn. And I'm like, yeah, but like, how did you learn math? How did you learn about the crappy history of this country? Um, somebody had to tell you. So, um, I was talking to my wife about it, um, and for context, everybody, my wife is white, and so are three of my kids. I'm sorry, three and a half of my kids are white. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll but, get to fractions after. Yes, we'll get to fractions. Um, but um, I, my daughters actually had some questions about it as well. They wanted to know about race relations and mm-hmm. and things. And, and and my daughters are eleven, nine, and eight. So a lot of this, hearing this for the first time um, from me was new to them. So I was like, you know, it's you guys and it's my wife Mm -hmm. and it's, you know, I should do a series of like 
TikTok. So I decided to take like one minute snippets of important things that I felt um, people who wanted to learn more, mm-hmm. people who wanted to be allies. Um, why don't you, here's some things that you could read. Here are some things. So for instance, like if you want to learn more about police brutality or why things are the way they are with police and the black community. Um, Look at some things like the Red Summer, like the Red Summer, a lot of people don't know about. Um, There was a a period in like 1919 where um, it started, I want to say it started in Chicago. Um, I had had done a lot of research and I knew a lot of this because I I love to read history and stuff. So the Red Summer was um, a series of um, like race wars in like Chicago, some very bad things and people were killed, but it wasn't just in Chicago. It was like St. Louis. Um, I think everybody knows about like, for instance, the Watchmen. And I think that was like a period of time this year when everyone, like if you've seen a- the HBO's Watchmen, mm-hmm. a lot of people reached out after that episode aired. Their very first episode was like, wait a minute, did Tulsa really happen? I was like, you should probably Google Tulsa <laughs> and figure out um, that it actually did happen. And this is the stuff that they don't teach you in history books. And that was why um, TikToks was giving people history um, uh, that they didn't learn in the history books. For instance, um, and, I, and I thought this would be a good movie or something. Um, there was a not not in one of the like I don't even know how to say this would be a good movie it was an awful time period but there was this massacre in St. Louis um Mm -hmm. that started out and and I think this was one of my TikToks um in our country we have um unions and we have plant workers and everything so in St. Louis in like 1917 um there was this aluminum plant that had there had the workers and the management the management didn't want to pay them x amount of dollars the union got involved and they decided to strike now back in like the early night you know whatever century i don't know numbers numbers are stupid back in the 1900s um back in the 1900s um aluminum was like used for a lot of things so for this plant to shut down was the big thing so what mm-hmm. happened was um there was a migration up from the South, from like Georgia and Alabama and Tennessee. A lot of black Americans moved north to Missouri and spread out across the country. But a lot of them landed in Missouri and the management was like, hey, you know, it'd be cool. Why don't we hire these guys? Well, of course, that didn't sit well with white Americans mm-hmm. who thought, you know what? They are taking our jobs, which is the whole, you know, immigrants and all this crap is taking our job. No, you didn't want to do the work. So people are doing the work for you that you could have done. Um, so they didn't like that. So a lot of blacks had um, had migrated to like East St. Louis. So one night, um, they a lot of white people went to East St. Louis and they shot one black person. Mm-hmm. And then it started a they ended up burning most of the city, killing mm-hmm. hundreds of people. It was awful. Like the story is even worse than what I'm describing because it was outside. It was like outside of a courthouse. And and so it was a really bad um, time period. And that's really where I started was like, these are some resources you should read mm-hmm. if you want to know, understand like the plight of, you know, Black Americans in this country. I thought it was, I mean, taking a break from your normal comedy, it was it was a reminder 
that so many of us are kind of in the dark the way we learn in public schools and and that you were like hold on I have an opportunity here to educate a whole bunch of people on the internet mm -hmm. it was it was it was so thank you <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, I was able to draw from some of my own crappy experiences with run-ins from the police um, uh, during that time period as well. So it was, I was able to kind of like convey my points to mm -hmm. in my story throughout that series of TikToks that I was doing. Yeah. 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 I saw the video about you buying a brand new car and getting Ugh. pulled over. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. I'm so sorry. Yeah. You know, live and learn. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> Don't know. be black here. <laughs> is correct um okay let's um, and now no just kidding and on that note well good night everybody um okay next next topic i don't have a branding name for this yet so okay. right now we're, we're calling it lightning round and i'll figure Ooh. it out it'll be a clunky first episode but i'm glad you're yeah. here with me um, I'm going to say a thing uh -oh. and you're going to say whatever comes to mind, but of, of your teen self. Of my teen self. It'll, oh, make, okay. it'll make sense when I say it. Okay. Okay. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. My brain is boiling from all the pressure right now. Okay. Okay. Number one, cereal. Captain Crunch. Hell yeah. Cartoon. G.I. Joe. Uh -huh. Live action show. Live action show as a kid? Ooh, uh, God, that's hard. Uh, Family Matters. Nice. After school hijinks. I'm drinking. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I was a good girl. I was not a good, I was, I'm a preacher's son, so there you go. Oh, there it is. <laughs> um candy um and i still eat them today i i know a lot of people are not going to agree but i eat twizzlers a lot you know what there's a weird divide i know it's like mayo versus miracle whip there's a divide line down there um pepsi versus coke i mean i don't i can't right. tell the difference I, I can. Pepsi tastes like battery oil. Oh, doesn't Coke also? Taste <laughs> <laughs> it tastes slightly less like battery oil. Let's break for our sponsor. Thanks for having us, Coca Cola. <laughs> what about red vines? They're good. My mom used to eat them, and I would steal some and then move them around. And the, you know, they used to come in like that gigantic bucket, and she would buy them just for herself. Yeah. And so I'd steal some and then move it around to make it look like they were still there. <laughs> We'll file that under the hijinks. Um, collections. I don't know. Uh, Sports Illustrated covers. Really? Yeah, I was like, I was a high school athlete and I wanted to be like, you know, I wanted to play NFL, but I also sucked a lot. So <laughs> don't we all? Yeah. So, you know, uh, I used to collect them. Oh, and baseball, actually, football cards. And I still have a bunch. I didn't know they made football cards. They do. Did you not know this? Well, no. <laughs> yes, football cards. It's like yes. the Americana of all Americana collections is baseball cards. But Yep. Football cards, too. They were huge back then. Huh. Um, band. Band. Oh. Um, 
Yeah, that's hard. That is hard. Um, this is the worst is out, lightning is that, round is ever. Out, is Outcast a band? Yeah, they, yeah, they are. Uh, I would take Outcast. All right. Do you have a solo person you prefer? Oh, oh God, uh, Mariah Carey. <laughs> Did you watch her uh, Christmas special? I have, yes. And also, my wife, for my 40th birthday this year, she took me to Vegas to the Mariah Carey show. Good woman. Mm, very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I've never been to Vegas one day. Yeah, I you he- should go. I hear it's it's kind of a shit show. It is. A but drunken a, shit but show. But of hideous magic. Um, okay, moving on. Video game console. Uh, Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. I have mm-hmm. an 8-bit. I have an original still working 8-bit. So do we. That has my mom's QVC number sticker still stuck on the front. Jeez. Yeah, for, you know, for easy reference when one wanted to purchase something from QVC. QVC was the place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A little timer in the corner. <laughs> Free easy payments. Video game. Oh, um, that I still, I actually still play Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, that's a good one. That's a yeah. good one. I don't understand people's love for two. Yeah, me neither. Two is wild, but three was just crazy. Amen. Okay. We have now come to the portion where my dear guest, Marcus Strickland, will be forced to read, in a dramatic styling, a TV show theme song of his choosing. Okay. Are you well, ready? that's cool. I am ready. Um, this is something I've, I've wanted to do for ages, and it... it, it meshes into nothing like you can't have a seven minute podcast you can you could do whatever the hell you want you really can <laughs> look at me now <laughs> look at me now mom um but it was like all i did was watch tv when i was home and i know every mm-hmm. single theme song ever ever even the ones that don't have words andy griffith doesn't have words but I no know. but that whistle yeah that no, whistle though it's it's well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me oh my by God. the fishing hole. I can't think I've heard that. of a better way. Yeah. I really just want to make people join my little world of loving TV theme songs. So good. You know, I think I'm going to start a podcast where people just come on and scream for 30 seconds and go. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe it's like a collaborative thing where, you know, you join in participatory just release all your energy in 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. So I chose the Cheers theme song. I was going back and forth Excellent. between Friends and, and Cheers. So, um, yes, let me clear my <clears throat> Yes. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> <sighs> Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got, taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name and they're always glad you came. You want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. You want to go where people know. People are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. 
Thank you, Marcus. <laughs> that's very like that's a very cool. I listen to a lot of podcasts. That's like the most unique thing I've heard. Thanks. It's all I got. <laughs> Literally all I got. I must have listened to that like a thousand times this morning. <laughs> <laughs> you you will build. Thank you, Dale. Um, you wanna you wanna give some shout outs to yourself of like where people can check you out, find your stuff. Um, since I'm not all that creative, I do the same for Instagram and Twitter as Marcus the Token. I think that's um, called I, consistency. Yeah, that, consistency. Sure. Yeah, let's go with that. And then, you know, I should have did that on TikTok, but I went with Marcus the Creator. Um, cool. And then LinkedIn, of course, naturally. Yeah, LinkedIn, you know, Marcus <laughs> A. Strickland. <laughs> My picture is the same on every platform, so it should be easy <laughs> Thank you so much for being the first guest on Latchkey Kids. Yes. I'm thrilled to have you. Thanks for your time. And uh, we will see you again soon. Thanks for listening to our first episode. Again, you can follow Marcus Strickland on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Marcus the Token and on TikTok at Marcus the Creator. Latchkey Kids is produced by Nightshift Radio, a modern media company specializing in creating and cultivating original podcasts. Our director of content is Michael Fight, which is most definitely not his real name. Our director of operations is Caleb Coy. Kitsy is our director of production with design help from Debbie Bostwick. Find me, Sarah Sweeney, on Twitter at Hey Sarah Sweeney. And wherever you're listening from, I hope you stay healthy and safe. See you next time, kids. <laughs>